0: and what's going on guys welcome to another episode of the bam sports podcast and i am here with our first college basketball player uh st louis basketball player uh fred thatch jr fred how are you doing
1: i'm doing good man thanks for having me
0: of course and so i wanted you to have, be here because my co-host who's not able to be here but and myself we are huge basketball guys you know sometimes we just, you just need to talk basketball at certain points, and I think talking basketball with a basketball player just makes sense. Um, so, what's I'm gonna go chronological with your little career. High school, you know, you're not at the you're not at the biggest school. You were only a three star recruit. What was your college basketball recruiting process like?
1: Man, um, you know, um, it was pretty. It was pretty common. It wasn't nothing too crazy. I mean, uh picked up my first offer from Mizzou sophomore year, I think, freshman year, one of the two. Um, I was in contact with a lot of different schools, a lot of schools, but many of them didn't offer yet. I committed early to SLU. So, I mean, I didn't really want to deal with all the stress. I mean, you know,
0: yeah,
1: I built a connection early with Coach Tate, you know, Coach Ford, so I knew instantly, you know, that was a place for me.
0: And so, you said you they recruited you early. It's like was there? It was either St. Louis or Mizzou. Like it was um, well,
1: either one of those. It was really between them and Tulsa at the time. I mean, okay. like I really um, like Frank K. I um, I think he's a great guy. Um, but Coach Tate, Corey Tate, who was at SLU now, he was at Mizzou at the time. And then when he went to SLU, um, it kind of just changed the game, you know. He got a lot of connections, and he knew a lot of people, and he coached uh, for my AAU team, the Eagles. Okay. Um, at the time, you know, everybody knew him. He's just a guy that you enjoy being around. So, I mean, like Jordan and a lot of people who um, were connected with the, the Eagles program, it kind of was just like, let's let's rock it out. Let's make some noise in St. Louis and see what we can do.
0: Yeah, and you 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 played AAU, like how, like what was the talent pool that you were playing against? Like, who are some of the players that you played against that you know are somewhat household names? Because there seems to always be, at least at the tournaments, at least one guy that's like a superstar in the AAU circuit.
1: No, you know, um, I played in the UIBL. So, I mean, like, you no. probably had a couple of dudes who were in the league now. I mean, on my team in particular, it was uh Darius Garland was on my team, played for the Cavs. Yeah. All- we're a
0: big, we're big Darius Garland podcast. We yeah.
1: He's our favorite. James Wiseman, he was on nope. my team. He played with uh the Warriors. Uh, But then there's, like, a lot of uh, top guys. I mean, Jericho Hams, he yeah, had North Carolina State. Uh, I actually started off playing with team Ramey. I played with team Ramey at first, seventh and eighth grade. And I was on the team with, uh, Courtney Ramey, uh, Torrance Watson. Um, and then I went to the Eagles and I was on the team. It was me, Darius Garland, James Watson, uh, Francis Okoro, which is Francis on my team now, uh, Kale Catching, Sean Williams. It's a lot of, it's a lot of, uh, High-level names who actually doing pretty well at the college level, so I mean that whole league that I was in. It's a very competitive league. It's the Nike League. I mean the Nike Circuit. So, how
0: did okay. that? How did that prepare you for the college game? Like, how? What is the like the pace and you know AAU seems like a little fast pace, you know, and college basketball isn't always like that. How did that prepare you? For you the know,
1: more than anything, the competition. You know. Um, it just gets you ready for that next level. Um, you're playing against high-level guys every game, every all the time at practice. So, I mean, like, you know, the EYBL is just one of those things that you got to be ready or you're going to get stepped on. So, um, it really yeah. prepares you for the next level. That's one thing that it did for me. It really helped me out with just, you know, understanding the game, just connecting and just, you know, just made the transition a lot smoother for me.
0: Yeah, and so you know, you tend to see uh, the AAU competition just is filled. Everybody goes through AAU. And that's preparing all these guys for the college level. And so you get to St. Louis. You make your decision. You're going to go to play there. And what was your first impression of the school? Um, Uh, And the program and all that stuff.
1: You know, one thing about um, St. Louis University that really stood out to me was just, you know, the coaches and just the staff. Um, The coaches, they're all great guys, you know. uh, They really care about the players. And Coach Ford, he's a player's coach. I mean, he listens to you. He respects you. And um, I really love him as a person. You know, he, whatever he tells you, that's how it's going to be. You know, he don't lie to you to get you to come to the school He's a real dude, and I mean, I feel like that plays a big role in what colleges you go to. But when I first stepped on on campus at SLU, just the environment—I mean, everybody's so nice. I mean, uh, you, they truly care about their their student athletes, and they showed that. So um, I mean, ever since I came here, I felt like they opened me a welcome arms, and that's big for me. So I think that's one of the things that really stood out the most about SLU. It's just a friendly environment that they have here
0: yeah and so your freshman year 2018-19 season the st louis makes the tournament you know that's a huge deal what was that what was just that your first season like
1: you know um as a freshman you don't really quite understand the whole college basketball deal you know making it to the tournament how hard it is uh, but when I look back at it now, you know, it's it was a spectacular experience. I mean, like that feeling of going to the tournament is like no other. I mean, uh, just that NCAA March Madness vibe is something that makes you want to put that extra work in in the summer, and the spring, and just put your extra extra time in. Um, looking back, man, that whole season was it taught me a lot. You know, I had really great leaders. Uh, Javon Best you know that's my big bro he really showed me the ropes you know about just the game and just just being a person so I mean like that whole entire season was great I mean I learned a lot from a lot of older guys we had a really older team I mean a lot of fifth years and just guys who knew basketball so just looking back I mean that was a a great season for me to just come into college basketball to be able to experience that because a lot of people don't get to play at March Madness. So, you know, and I got a chance to be a part of that early.
0: Yeah. And so you you're there. You, you know, you play a little bit. You don't get, you know, <laughs> you're a freshman. Most most freshmen barely get to get time because they need that transition period, but you still you played in every game. You played in 36 games mm-hmm. as a freshman, um, got that on court experience. And then you go into your sophomore year, and you got injured, right? Yeah. What was so, you know, in the NBA, NFL, all these pro sports, they got five star, first class medical stuff. And, you know, you sometimes hear problems with how colleges deal with injuries. Did you, you obviously didn't have that problem, right? No, I didn't. Uh...
1: My situation was a little bit different. I mean, it was nothing really that could be fixed. It kind of just had to work itself out on its own. Yeah. But St. Louis itself have some of the best doctors in the world. So, I mean, like uh, I didn't have to travel far to see the specialists I needed to see. They all were at WashU or, you know, they all had connections that I didn't have to travel. So that's one thing about SLU as far as just uh, getting back healthy, getting back right they got everything you need as far as on the medical side. So that's that's another great advantage of SLU.
0: Yeah, what was your injury?
1: You know, um, they still, it's a mystery, bro. Like, um, yeah, yeah, they they did muscle biopsies, a little bit of everything. It's it's something that they have never really seen before. So it doesn't really have a name. But it's yeah, just... Yeah, so
0: what was, what like, how did you know something was wrong?
1: I mean, like, my legs uh, just cramping uh sore leg so pretty much uh long story short uh once i work out my body doesn't recover quick enough for me and during that specific time my body wasn't recovering at all it's like you know how you would feel after you work out like real heavy and just like tired and just like Mm -hmm. when you wake up you feel a little better not not me so i was probably going through that for about three probably four weeks. It's just every single day just feeling worse and worse and worse and worse to the point where it got where I really couldn't run. Like, it was bad. So, um, thank God. I mean, it all got, I don't, it just went away, but they really don't know what it was and they never really seen anything like it. So, uh, I'm just going to leave it at that.
0: Yeah, no, that's,
1: yeah.
0: you know, if you're better, you know, that helps. Yeah. And, you know, that's, the most important thing, you know, got to take care of your body. And so and did that mess with, like, mental health at all? Like, did you, like, kept second guessing or did you always have that hope?
1: Still, still today, like, I, you know, I have to do certain things just to keep me playing on the court. I mean, like, um, I probably drink, like, two gallons of water a day at least. Yeah. I mean, I have to stay extremely hydrated. Um, I have to live a very healthy lifestyle. I can't drink or do drugs, anything like that. I gotta make sure I get at least nine hours of sleep a night. So I mean like, uh, to play the game I love, I gotta do a lot of things right and correct. And uh, it's really helping my body and it's it's helping me be able to play a lot longer, you know? so. Uh, At this point, I really just take it day by day, you know, but mentally, like anybody who gets injured at college will tell you that, like, it's mentally disturbing. I mean, college basketball itself is mentally and physically, like, it it could tear you up. I mean, you go from being one of the best players on your team to some people who don't even get in the game, who's very talented. It's just, you know, it's people in front of you who put in that work and they just earned that respect that you have to earn. Like, that's what you learn growing up in college is you got to earn your respect. Like, no coach is going to give it to you. So, I mean, like, that's already a lot mentally. I mean, the classes, the long practices. And then on top of that, if you get injured, it could take a while for you to start feeling like yourself again. So, yeah. So Yeah, take yeah, me
0: through. What is your schedule? Like, goes from when you wake up, like on a day that you have practice, like and you got classes and like, what's that? What is your daily schedule
1: like? All right. So I'm going to tell you about freshman year and I'm going to tell you about my situation now. So okay. freshman year, um, just say so. Like, say you would probably have a lift or shoot around in the morning times, probably around sweet. My freshman year, we had lifts almost every other day. Or then we had, like, we had to work out one of the two. But anyways, that's like six or seven. You have your times. So then I had class from eight o'clock to two o'clock. I mean, it's not the whole time, but you have a little break to get lunch, you know, gather your thoughts a little bit, but you're still out and about. And then practice from about 2.30 to like 6.30, seven if it's October. And then that's with film and everything including as far as basketball related after that you got study hall from eight to ten and then the cycle just continues every single day that same cycle non-stop until the season's over so I mean like it's a grind I mean it's hard when you're a freshman you coming in I mean like it's it's no joke I mean mentally you just fatigue like It's a lot on your body. Like, it's a lot you got to learn. But now, like, I mean, my situation now, like, I'm done with my undergrad. I'm uh, getting my master's right now. So, like,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I don't have to do much, bro. I have class at nighttime. So, right now, I'll probably wake up, you know, walk my dog, play with my dog, you know, just chill, probably to go do a workout or lift, depending on what my schedule is. We usually lift every two to three days. So, I'll probably lift, just get some shots up, uh, go back to the crib, I have lunch, do a little homework. Uh, go back to practice around two thirty three. You probably practice for two two and a half hours. Watch a little film. Uh, but then I'm days. I only have class once a week right now, so twice a week really, because all my other classes are asynchronous. So like, I got one class that's every Monday six to nine fifteen. So I got class on Mondays, but every other day, like, I'm probably done with my day around seven o'clock. I would say. So I kind of I got a suite now. I got time to work out, get my workouts and do watch fam. But I mean, but I had to earn it. I mean, it wasn't easy freshman sophomore yeah. junior year, but now I mean like I deserve to get to chill a little bit. So yeah. That's, how, schedules.
0: How important was it for you? Because I know you graduated in three years, right?
1: Yeah. How
0: how important was it for you to get that education? Like just to be able to. Complete, you know, faster than normal. Yeah. You so know, why did you
1: decide to do that? I mean, like my parents always, you know, just I knew the importance of school, like even in high school, you know, I just knew I always got straight A's and all that. But really, when I got injured, it kind of just made me, you know, reevaluate my life. And like, I mean, I kind of figured out then that like it's more to life than just basketball. You know, I kind of figured a lot of other stuff out. So that's why I really locked in with school. I mean, I had a lot of time on my hands, so I mean, like, I I just was loaded up with classes because, I mean, I couldn't practice, I couldn't play, so I was really just kind of like a full-time student at the time, really, so I was able to load up on my classes, so which allowed me to, you know, finish early, and then now, I mean, like, I'll be able to, I'm going to start my PhD, so hopefully I get to graduate, leave, this, leave school with my PhD, leave school with my PhD, so I knew how important school is, and, you know, you gotta use basketball. You can't let basketball use you. So I gotta get something out the deal.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So now you're in your third season. Yeah. You're you know, you're playing pretty well. You, like you had back-to-back home double doubles. Yes, you had man. a career high 21 against LaSalle. What um going into the season, what was your mentality
1: you know um I knew like you know I'm just one of those guys like I just do asked for me, you know I don't expect too much I just you know go with the flow especially after I got hurt I mean before I got injured like man I was spending all my time in the gym but I mean like this summer you know mentally I just tried to really get in a good place mentally you know just keep my game sharp but I, 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 I was in the gym a lot but I could have been in the gym a lot more than what I was you know so this next season, like I'm, I'm gonna really just try to push myself in the summertime to see what I can get out to do, you know. Because I mean, like if I if I get locked in and I'm living in the gym, I know how good I could be, you know. Like my ceiling is still high, personally. Like what, based on what I think. So, uh, yeah, you know, just summer in general. I mean, you know, just stay in shape. You out of shape, get in shape. I mean, this whole last couple seasons been a little weird with COVID. So things yeah. just handle differently, but uh, stand, making sure you get your workouts in and just stand on top of things pretty much.
0: Yeah, and so besides St. Louis, what is the craziest basketball environment you've been
1: in? Oh, like, tra- tra- traveling on
0: the road, what is the craziest fan base, fa- craziest crowd you've ever played in front of?
1: No joke, bro, I'm going to have to say high school. I mean, like, uh, yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, AAU is cool and all that. Like, you traveling, but the fans not loyal. I mean, like, you got your parents, but, like, we got a lot of big names on our team. Like, people come to watch, but it ain't nothing. Like, at my high school, gym was sold out. Like, tons of people. Like, my high school games was lit, so I would definitely have to say high school. Right after college is my high school games, for sure, 100%. Mm. Is
0: there any college game that you could think of where the crowd was
1: oh, just? I mean, like, oh, uh, man, like, playing at Dayton. I mean, Dayton's crowd is insane. I mean, like, VCU, Dayton, I mean, even the little March Madness uh, game when we played Virginia Tech, I mean, the majority of college games, if you're a pretty good solid team and you playing a good opponent, it's going to be a really good crowd. Yeah. I would probably say one of my craziest games I've probably been involved in, as far as crowd wise, was my freshman year against uh, Butler. Okay. Yeah, I mean that game was crazy, but uh, yeah. Then you got like the Dayton games. I mean, they all are, they just a crazy environment. You know, we got we got pretty good fans here at SLU, so I mean, yeah. Yeah. So uh, what is many
0: people don't know a lot about st louis right what and so let's go through
1: some of the things they need to know about st louis as a city just in general or like oh no the university i mean
0: and st louis also is like a a, super big talent pool for basketball
1: it's an underrated basketball city yeah i mean st louis university i mean our soccer team is really good, women's and men. I mean, the university, like just, you know, academically, it's a really good university. I mean, you get a good degree, you get a degree here, it's gonna put you in a great situation with all the connections in line here at SLU. I mean, basketball-wise, I mean, we've really been climbing up that ladder these last couple of years. So, I mean, like, we moving in the right direction. I mean, we moving in the right direction, I think. Couple seasons. I mean, we might be the the main school in Missouri. I can really say that. I would be really moving in that di- that direction. So yeah.
0: So basketball wise, who's your guys' biggest
1: rival? Is oh, a okay. rival. Dayton. Dayton is. Dayton right. for sure. Yeah, it is. What, like, what about yeah, Dayton? Just you know how how personal the games are. I mean. Uh, Throughout the years, I mean, we had some really competitive games against them. I mean, it came down to the wire. I mean, they're our closest opponents. So, I mean, like the crowd, the fans really get into it when we play Dayton. That, yeah. that, the Slew and Dayton game is really just, it's, uh, it's, a special, it's a special rivalry, I would say, out of yeah. the Slew. All
0: right. And so, now let's talk about you. You're mostly, like, would you say you're more of a defensive player, like, oriented-wise? Were or you, like, one of those, like, Swiss Army Knives type? How would you describe your game?
1: You know, bro, I didn't really start playing defense till I got to college. <laughs> In high school, I was just scoring the ball, really. Like, yeah. my game is actually very versatile. I mean, like, I can really do whatever is asked for me from the coach, you know, if you want me to guard I'm a guard, but, like, I can really score the ball. Like, when I really get comfortable and I get my game right, like, where I I know it can be, like, I can really score the ball. So, I mean, like, I really think I can just – I can I can guard the post. I mean, I can really do it all. Guard one to five. Play one to five. I mean, I'm just a versatile guy, junkyard type of guy. I mean, I do all the little things that most people don't want to do. So, I mean – some people would say is, I'm defensive-minded, mind, but I just like winning.
0: <laughs> yeah, you'll do whatever I, it takes. I,
1: I want to win. So, uh, yeah. yeah, that's what I would say.
0: Okay. And is there is there a person that you kind of, like, look at and it's like, okay, I want to learn from this guy. I want to take things from him to improve my own game.
1: You know, uh, not really, bro. Like, in my free time, I, I watch a little basketball, but I be watching movies more than anything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, at the end of the day, like, you know, my coaches, they try to help me. Like, this offseason, like, um, I do a lot of – I work out with, like, people who I used to play with. Like, the last couple seasons, I worked out with Javon Best. You know Javon? Okay. Uh, Javon Best and uh, DeVale Roby helped me out a lot. This off season, just working on things that I need to work on. So I mean, but like personally, I don't really just study other players. I'm like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. Like, I I really just try to just go know.
0: with the flow and like just feel yeah. out where you you'll like you know your weaknesses, right?
1: I'm a t- I'm the person I'm the type of person I listen. You know, if I got a aspect of my game that really needs to. Get tuned up and it's not that good. I'm gonna listen to a person that I'm like that I respect and that I know, you know, means well by me who know what they're talking about. I'm gonna listen to them. And then that's when I really lock in and I try to figure out some things that I need to really work on. But like, just as far as like just looking at people, like, oh, I wanna do this, I don't wanna do that. That's not really me, bro. Like, when I'm not playing basketball, I like chilling, cooking, watching a movie. Like, mentally, I just like to get away from basketball, if that makes sense.
0: Well, yeah. Sorry. So, you, you, like what you're saying? Like, you got a shooting re- a shoot around, or a workout in the morning. Then you got a three, four hour practice. Yeah. Watching film, all that stuff. You so you're, I mean, you're a college basketball player. You're around basketball every oh, day, yeah. day in day out, traveling all that stuff. So you know, sometimes you just gotta have that release. So, what movies do you watch? What's your release like? What's your
1: if you had to pick a movie? <laughs> Man, I love so many movies. But totally if, I had, if, I had, if I had a go-to movie, it's two of them. Okay. Ollie and the Chocolate Factory. Or Which one, one, the old one or the... Oh, I love them both. Okay.
0: Them
1: both. Like, if I want to watch a movie, like, that's my, like, if I really just want to watch, a, watch something good, I can always count on Willy Wonka.
0: Okay.
1: That's my okay. Good. Yeah. So you're, okay. You know, wow. if i laugh. I'll watch the first one, you know, if I want to. They both funny, but Lily walking and the Chocolate Factory, Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, my favorite movies of all time. My favorite show of all time. Ooh, it's going to be a little tricky one. I kind of got two favorites. Okay. Actually, I think I got three favorites, maybe four, maybe five. I don't know.
0: Oh, okay. I had
1: to stick. My top five shows, I'm going to have to go with number one being How to Get Away With Murder.
0: Ooh,
1: okay. Uh, Two, Prison Break. The beginning, the first couple of seasons of Prison Break. Okay. Uh, Three, I'm going to have to go with Breaking Bad. Yeah,
0: a classic. Everybody needs to have seen it.
1: Yeah, and then four and five, I'm going to go with the newer shows. So four, I'm going to put Snowfall. Okay. And five, I'm going with BMF. So I don't know if you know what that is, but anyways, but oh. that's my top five shows. Okay. Movie.
0: So you got Willy Wonka. Yep. the Chocolate Factory. Yep. You got your top five.
1: And yep. you said
0: you like to cook, right? What's, what do you like to cook?
1: Man, I'm really a chef, bro. Like, okay. uh, You know? What's your the go-to people, cuisine? You know, if this basketball stuff don't work out, I might have to like open up like my own restaurants or something, you know.
0: What type what so what type of food would be at your restaurant? Let's go with the hypothetical
1: here. Uh it's kind of gonna be like a little buffet.
0: Okay.
1: That's okay. know, I really, really like that. Like I could give you a little some, versatile. I can give you some barbecue, you know. I could mm-hmm. give you some pasta. You know, you want some okay. seafood, I can okay. give you some seafood, you know. So I might have to have, like, one of them Golden Corral Jones and just, you know, have a little mixture of everything. So that might be the next way for me. Open okay. up a open Fred Corral's after I'm done hooping. But all I'm right. gonna, and then all the rest They're going to have my recipes.
0: Okay. So, so, Missouri St. Louis barbecue. Is, nah,
1: it, me. Like, is I it the best barbecue?
0: Do you like St. Louis barbecue?
1: See, that's the thing. I don't eat beef or pork either, though. Okay. So I used to. I probably stopped like four or five months ago. But uh, I would go with Memphis barbecue before St. Louis. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think Memphis got good barbecue. Memphis, Tennessee got a really good barbecue.
0: You know, I'm biased. I think Texas
1: barbecue. You see, I never, I never really like – I've been to a lot of places. Yeah, I wouldn't say, like, I just really had barbecue from some spot that's just, like, crazy, you know? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm in the middle, my hometown in the middle of Memphis and St. Louis. And, like, if I wanted to get some barbecue, I'm 100% going to Memphis to get barbecue.
0: You go east. You're going east to Memphis.
1: <clears throat> well, it would be south from where I'm at. It
0: would be south where you are? Okay. Uh um. I'm sports journalism, you know, I don't, I'm not, I don't know that geography. I
1: don't either for real. So,
0: (laughs) So, um, so, okay. You know, that's kind of interesting, you know, the, and you don't really hear that many people saying that Charlie and the chocolate factory is their favorite movie and that they would open a buffet restaurant.
1: Yeah. I might have a buffet restaurant. You just give me ideas, bro.
0: (laughs) you do a (laughs) Charlie and the chocolate factory themed buffet restaurant.
1: You know, I might have to have like the little chocolate waterfall dripping down. Okay. The restaurant. You know, you gave me ideas. I might have to look into some of this when I get off this podcast.
0: Yeah. So you're saying, so you're saying your basketball game is like the rush, like your cooking style.
1: Yeah, versatile. You're
0: versatile. You can cook anything you that I ask.
1: Whatever you need, I got you.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: So who's tell me to guard, the six nine post player? I got him. You say you want one of them steaks with a little <laughs> Sunday on the sign? I got you. Whatever you need, I got you, bro.
0: Okay, okay. Let's, um, I'm going to shift back to basketball just a little bit. <laughs> Growing up in St. Louis or in the Missouri area, you don't have a basketball team. Who, right. is, who is your team?
1: No, in the a, NBA, I, Let's go NBA um, team. Like Memphis is only an uh, hour 50 minutes from Sykes, two hours. So okay. I used to play a lot of Grizzly games when I was younger. But uh, my favorite team right now, man. See, that's the thing. I don't – If I, I think Philly's going to win the finals. I think, like they're going to get a Okay. I, I will, but they're not my favorite team. I really like Luka. Like,
0: yeah. Luca,
1: I mess with the Mavericks heavy. So the Mavs definitely probably my favorite NBA team right now.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm about, I'm on Thursday. I'm going to see uh, Steph Curry for the first time okay. to, when they play the Mavs, and so that's going to be. That's just I'm already geeking out. You know, I'm just trying to figure out like, do I make a sign? How do I get? How do I get Steph Curry and Luca to see me? Because you know we, uh, my co-host and I are gonna go. Um and we are like like 12 or so rows away from the court. Okay. Behind the basket. So we're gonna be we're gonna be close. We're actually gonna do some stuff TikTok wise um to test to see if those Warriors fans are bandwagons or not. Because you know they tend to they tend to be a little bit of a bandwagon franchise because you know they won't say they're stuff fans, they'll say they're Warriors fans. Right. And so we're, we're going we're gonna to test them on that. Um, but before we go, I want to ask you if there is a funny story that you got from your AAU days, college, high school, that, you know, just always makes you crack up every time.
1: Man, I don't know. That's hard. It's like because when you play basketball, like, especially at the college level, you have to make every day fun. Some ways, yeah. how because like the things we go through. I mean, you gotta bring joy with it, or you gonna you gonna hate it. Yeah. So like my teammates now, I really think uh, they're hilarious. They all comedians, honestly.
0: Yeah.
1: But who a story to tell? A funny story.
0: <laughs> it, it gets a little tricky, you
1: know. I, I... I yeah, it's kind of that's a that's a tough one because I mean, like. When you really think about it, there's so many different, just you know, funny moments that you just go throughout. Like, I don't have like just a a you don't have a favorite,
0: you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just a collection of all of them. Yeah, like, I mean, with, I mean, you're trapped, those, I mean, it's a family, right? When you're on a basketball team, basketball team's a family, it feels more like a family compared to, you know, football. Football has 50 something guys, baseball's got 30 guys, basketball's. 1215 with coaches right you guys are all brothers yeah that's you know that's one of the reasons why basketball is my favorite sport Mm -hmm. because i can actually i can memorize the roster i know who everybody is where they come from how it's it's let's go that's why i'm i think i'm a basketball nerd yeah and so what like you know it's the bro- the brotherhood's the most important thing, right? You just yep, gotta man. have good morale.
1: Yep, one hundred percent. I agree with you.
0: What? And so traveling, cool, like just not basketball wise, but the coolest city you've ever traveled to for basketball is
1: what? Uh, and it's hard too. I'm trying to think, like. What cities I really enjoy? I really enjoy Dallas. Like I love Dallas. Okay. Dallas is a great, a great city to be in. Um I'm gonna have to say Dallas, bro. Okay. Well, hey,
0: that's that's perfect for us. That's perfect for the pod.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna have to say Dallas for sure. Yeah, we're
0: yeah, we're about depending on how fast you're going, about 30, 45 minutes away.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely to say Dallas, bro. Dallas wins.
0: Yeah. Yep. So we got your we got Mavs is your favorite team right now. Dallas yeah. your favorite
1: city. Oh Once, hey, if you
0: come to Dallas, you gotta let me know. Because yeah, I, I, we I'm
1: gotta, make that trip.
0: We gotta show you some Texas barbecue. You know, you can't have you know, you're not gonna be able to eat brisket.
1: <laughs>
0: but you know, we got you know, I got some chicken.
1: Okay, I, eat, I like poor chicken. Smoked yeah. chicken. I like I eat turkey though, so maybe I got some smoked turkey.
0: I'm sure we, we, can figure, we can figure something out.
1: That's what I'm talking about. <laughs>
0: all right. But Fred, I really appreciate you coming on. It's been a pleasure. Hey, let me know if you need help with those buffet restaurants. We've all been in Dallas.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: <laughs> all right, man. We appreciate it. Thank you guys uh, for listening. And we will be back for the next episode. We'll have Washington Commander's punter Tressway on. So be sure to listen to that. And thank you guys for listening.